for those of you who are new and listening to this podcast for the very first time, uh, we're Exercises Medicine, and we're a, an organization at UCSD. Uh, we're all about raising awareness about exercise and activity as a means of maintaining and improving health, as well as preventing disease. And uh, we also promote professional interests and development with a focus on various careers of sports and exercise medicine. And uh, welcome to the fourth podcast. Yeah, fourth. <laughs> Uh, today we wanted to jump on here and just chat about like exercise, eating, everyday health, uh, wellness practices that we've been trying out since quarantine really, you know, shook up our lives. And we just wanted to share some of that with you. Hopefully you'll learn something. Maybe you'll learn like a cool tip or something. Yeah. And then just an important note uh, before kicking off this podcast, uh, we just want to say that none of us are, you know, licensed medical professionals um, or uh, fitness professionals and that the info that we talk about today um, is just uh, solely our opinion. Um, and we do hope that it, you know, does provide some education for you, um, our listeners. And we just don't want any information that we say today um, to be misconstrued as medical advice. Yeah, uh, because while none of us are medical and fitness professionals, we are students, right? So we're going through this just like everyone else, and hopefully you get some insight into how we're trying to cope, and maybe you can take some of that advice home with you. So Bradley, to leapfrog off of that, um, how have you guys been dealing with quarantine? Has it been a good experience, bad experience, anything that you've been struggling with mentally, physically? first it was kind of refreshing to have like a break from everything and just like be able to be like super lazy and just like stay at home all day but like at this point I feel like we're all ready to get back out there and like be able to go to like beaches and like see our friends and stuff yeah I mean for me personally like yeah it started off that way and then at some point the laziness kept escalating and escalating <laughs> and now I'm like napping all the time whereas before you know I, I would not be napping throughout the day and it sucks because like where my work station is it, it's literally right next to my bed like my bed is right over here no. and so every time I turn <laughs> 90 degrees you know I always get the temptation to kind of just lay down watch some YouTube and then after I watch a little bit of YouTube I just knock out and I wake up like three <laughs> hours later and it's I've, not I've heard something about that so I've heard that you shouldn't work in the same place that you sleep and I don't know if that's something that's like new that they just figured out but <laughs> I'm hearing it for the first time now like during quarantine and my desk is right next to my bed and so I've been struggling to like get work done in my room I've been everywhere else in my house except my room at my desk <laughs> I've actually had like a really bad habit since like senior year to study on my bed but then it really started getting me especially in college and I'd have to stay up later and it's just like wow I really need a change of atmosphere so then I'd force myself to go to like Geisel or something and then um but yeah I just miss having that like the option to like go somewhere completely new and study there instead yeah because like I used to go to before quarantine I used to go to a lot of cafes a lot of like coffee houses just to go study because like I like the atmosphere I like some white noise in the background but then it's like it's really sad not being able to do that anymore and yeah now my best my desk is next to my bed so it's like the temptation is always there dang I feel like I'm luckier than most because I moved back home uh once quarantine started and like uh basically my brother and my older sister they moved out of the house so like I took like I like 
crept into their rooms. So now like I sleep in my room and then like I study in my brother's room. So it's like, I managed to make that divide, but I know not everyone has that. Like, I know I'm lucky. So what, what made you move back home during quarantine? Was it just a decision that you made off the cuff or was it like your parents wanted you to come home or? Oh, definitely. Or did you get kicked out of the dorms or? Uh, yeah, I was actually um, in the Marshall uh, upper upper apartments, and then they like Kosla kept sending like the emails about how he wants everyone to go home. Like no one reads you know, those. If no you one can, reads those. Read them. I got scared. I was like, oh my gosh, like what's happening? So yeah, they uh, they were saying you know move back home if you can. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'll save some money. I'll move back home. My parents will be happy. I'll get like good you know good food because they know how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, so yeah, I just feel really lucky about that. Yeah, it's definitely nice to have someone to cook for you. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of cooking, uh, yeah. has anyone Speaking, been trying yeah. <laughs> to cook their own meals now that they're stuck inside? I heard everyone, uh, once quarantine started, was making the infamous banana bread. I, I made like 20 loaves. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've all been terrible. <laughs> 20 loaves and still terrible your 21st yeah, is gonna be bad. good they're all bad <laughs> oh man <laughs> what else have you guys it's been cooking nothing. or trying to cook bake definitely like mm-hmm. healthy things a lot of salads pasta shrimp you know yeah yeah chicken. just kind of like bland stuff I feel like trying to keep like your diet balanced is definitely a big thing in quarantine like, I always try to have, like, some sort of veggie or fruit throughout the day, and then, like, a little bit of carbs and some sort of protein. Yeah, I feel so, like being wait. stuck inside, for me, like, it's made me more aware of that. And, like, I feel like an extra need to eat more vegetables now, for some reason or yeah. another, just mm-hmm. being stuck in here. Yeah. And follow that food pyramid, right? Do we remember that from, like, elementary yeah. school education? The yeah. Oh, geez. How, how Do you guys actually follow that food pyramid? No, not no. Well, very hard to follow. You? No. no, I was, no, I was just asking you guys because I, yeah, I definitely can't. Like, I we feel like try. as long as I have a little bit of each food group, then I feel pretty good. But like yeah. to like get the right portions too is just very difficult. Yeah. Well, I think it's also hard because like if you have dietary restrictions, you know, like how can you have dairy? You know, it's just kind of like one of those things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Intuitive eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of what quarantine has made me very creative because like towards the mm-hmm. end of like two weeks when you start running out of foods, like the fresh foods, you're like, okay, what am I going to make with this bag of frozen peas <laughs> in the freezer? Like, you know, like just like <laughs> that. So I feel like it's, it's, it's good that, you know, just exploring uh, different options and like that type of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely like forced us to be more creative and experiment more. Like I took an instant pot from my family's place before quarantine and I, think, one of those. I love it so much because literally oh. like, it, it's it's all the, the laziest thing. Yeah, it's like the laziest <laughs> thing you can do. You just throw it all in, pressure it, and then it's done within like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> That's, like biggest, <laughs> I guess the thing I made the most is like this braised like Asian braised pork rice and bok choy that's like my go-to it's so easy too and it's just like sounds pretty healthy yeah pass the recipe along (laughs) (laughs) okay so have any of you guys been trying to stick to like diets like 
not not diets like I'm restricting my calories, but diets like uh, like intermittent fasting or like vegetarianism or like veganism or paleo or anything like that. Have you guys been trying to stick to stuff like that or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Time restricted feeding. Definitely been giving that a shot. Okay. I give myself a. Uh like in a six to eight hour window. Sometimes it, it goes to eight because like I have classes and stuff, but mm. I, I try, yeah, to like keep my eating within, you know, from like 12 all the way to eight. Mm. Um, and that's been working out all right for me so far. It was kind of, it took a little bit of getting used to for sure at the beginning. Yeah, and I'd definitely. be like having cravings at night, you know, for like potato chips or whatever. It's just the most <laughs> random thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So no. So what Alan is talking about is intermittent fasting, and it's like kind of a new diet trend where you go. So say you eat your last meal at eight o'clock at night, you would go sixteen hours until the next day around like two p.m. until you ate again, and so there's this period of fasting, kind of like through the night and like into the beginning of the day. So you normally don't eat breakfast, and it's supposed to be really good for. Uh, like your body composition and like longevity and your brain and like just overall it's supposed to be good for you you know what's interesting so the guy who figured out time restricted feeding to my knowledge uh, he he's at our school oh really yeah yeah he's a he's a circadian biologist yeah yeah (gasps) and so he was measuring kind of like cyclically um with certain like if you restricted feeding for like mice for however many hours like comparatively to a mice that was let like allowed to eat just whenever kind of like how we are when we like have cravings and stuff just eating throughout the day that they would gain a lot more weight if they were allowed to just eat freely but if they ate the same kinds of foods just within an eight hour period they would not gain as much weight and so he got like super popular for that i think he's working at sulk right now Sting. Yeah, I know. I, I know I've been doing intermittent fasting for a few years and I love it. It's it's like you said, Alan, it's one of those things where you have to really get used to it. And once you do, you kind of lose like the cravings to become like a like you don't eat breakfast really anymore. You might have a coffee when you wake up, but you just kind of like get up and at it and you don't need to eat until like late afternoon. It's weird. I think I've been like accidentally doing that. Yeah, just yeah. I sleep so much more now in quarantine. And like I sleep in until like, I don't know, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. So like I already sleep <laughs> breakfast and then I wait like a few hours after I wake up to actually eat. And so it's like kind of that, I guess. You're not even trying. Yeah, You're just I getting would... all the benefits. <laughs> yeah. I just wake up and then the thing is all my lectures are pre-recorded. So I really just watch them whenever it's really unorganized, but like I sleep at like four and then I wake up at like, (laughs) and I wake up at like, but I do wake up at like 12 or like 11 or 12. Not bad. And then, but then I just go straight to my lectures and then I wait a couple hours and then that's when I eat. So I guess I'm doing it also. I learned like a thing about breakfast the other day. It was like, like a lot of people say like, oh, like breakfast is like mo- the most important meal of the day. Like you have to eat it or whatever, which is like kind of true, but there's no like real rule on when you need to have breakfast because technically you're just breaking your fast mm-hmm. from the night before. Mm-hmm. And so even if you ate breakfast at like 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., that still technically counts. And like apparently the food that you eat for breakfast kind of determines like what you crave for the rest of the day and so like if you think about that 
that could be like something important to consider. When do you guys normally break fast? For those of you that are practicing intermittent fasting. Three. Well, I will usually try to stop eating around like 10 at night or so. And I'll like wake up the next morning. I'll do my work because I like to work in the mornings. I like to have like a coffee and I still have creamer and stuff, but I'll, I'll have my coffee and I'll work in the morning for a few hours and then I'll go and work out or like go for a run or like mm-hmm. lift some weights or something. And then I come back home, shower. And then I usually eat around like four-ish, three or four. But it's weird because I don't think about food that like the entire morning. Hmm. Like I don't think about food until I'm done exercising. I'm like, now I'm hungry. That's how I am. I'm, my first yeah. thing in the morning is like, I just want coffee. Like that's it. That's yeah. all I want. <laughs> I, and I don't think about food. I'm having like, a coffee right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get that. I usually practice from like one to seven. I think I eat. I do like the six and eighteen. So like one one through seven, I eat, and then I think I, I cheat or not cheating. Like I remove temptation like of eating after seven by like brushing my teeth and oh, then putting good. in my retainer. I do, too. do you guys have retainer? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You just put it I've in. I've been really like, bad about wearing mine. See, no, if you put it in right after you brush your teeth, you're like, oh man, like I am not gonna go eat because I do not want to take off my <laughs> retainer, brush it. Oh, too much work. See, my laziness is like, ah, yes, intermittent fasting can work. I feel like it's just hard, like, for me, because right now I'm living with my boyfriend, and, like, whenever he eats, then, like, I see the food, and I smell the food, and then I'm like, well, now I want to (laughs) eat. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that's my biggest struggle in terms of the intermittent fasting. Does he ever pressure you? Like, Like, why aren't you eating? No, I mean... It's like that's good. Kind of just like the schedule. <laughs> okay. hey, maybe you should challenge cool. him to like inter- intermittent fast with you. That could be cool. Yeah, see if he likes it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we've been talking a lot about nutrition, but in terms of exercising, how have you guys been keeping up during the quarantine? Oh yeah. Okay. So just a little bit of background. We kind of challenged each other to do an exercise. Well, we. What we did is we challenged each other about three weeks ago to get the the exercises, medicines, 150 minutes of moderate to intense activity a week. And basically that kind of that kind of boils down to like 30 minutes, five days a week of, of exercise. And it doesn't really matter if that's running or hit or or yoga or whatever it, it might be. But we challenged each other to kind of fulfill this this guideline and we each did a little bit different of like a workout plan. I did running. I think some other people did running. And uh, how did how were how were your guys' experiences? Um, I mean, mine was pretty okay. Mine was hit. So I'd say like from my previous experiences, like hit was probably like the most convenient. I think like out of all the okay. exercise training styles that I have done in the past it's definitely the most convenient like if you only have 20 minutes to do something like you can do it like in the morning you can do it on your lunch break you know like whatever it's super convenient however it gets boring very fast at least in my opinion um also since it is sometimes like really high impact like if you can't do the high impact then you have to like find moves that are low impact so it's kind of like sticking to those same moves if you can't do it 
but yeah that was at least my I guess like summary of my experience but I mean I liked it um it was something that I could fit into my schedule pretty easily I would just do it in the morning and then if I felt like doing another round or like another 20 minutes I would just do it later in the day um like when my body was feeling like it needed to move or something like that so did you like used to go to the gym a lot before this yeah so I did um well, coming to UCSD, I did women's rugby. So like I was in the gym like seven days a week. So you were um, really active before. Yeah, quarantine. super active. So I did women's rugby for two years. Um, but I mean, I did a lot of weightlifting before then in high school too. Um, but after I did women's rugby, I just continued to like do gym, uh, regular strength training and conditioning. Um, but then with quarantine, the gym is gone. <laughs> um, so I've been kind of supplementing some moves like with resistance bands. Um, so I've just been using a lot of resistance bands because um, I know that's what's kind of hard about HIT. At least in my opinion, I haven't found like the most efficient way to do it with like dumbbells or like kettlebells. Um, so I found like resistance bands will still like allow you to be, I guess, agile and still athletic while doing the move, but it won't be um, so like in, in pounding on the move, if that makes sense, it will make it harder to do. Um, or like not harder, but like awkward to do it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. did you find resistance bands after you started doing the hit or did you already have resistance bands or I had there's somewhere that like our listeners should go to get resistance bands? Um, I had a few resistance bands, um, cause I had some leftover from like my ACL injuries. So I was just, oh, using okay. those. yeah, but, um, I just basically found them online. Um, I know you can just find pretty good ones and honestly, like you can be fine with like just two. Like if you just get like yeah. one heavier one for your legs and then just like a lighter one for like anything else, like you're pretty much set. Yeah, kind, and a uh, jump, rope. jump rope's pretty good too. What kind do you use like specifically the brand for anyone who's curious? Um, so I, it was Gymshark. I used Gym, well, the ones that I have been I like using Gymshark. are Gymshark ones. Um, and I think it was like, it's like a medium one and like that, the heavy resistance one. Um, but then I also have long bands, but like those I got from my uncle. So I didn't really buy them. I only bought the Gymshark. For sure. For sure. If you're listening, Gymshark, sponsor. I, know, <laughs> I, hope, I would love to be sponsored. Sponsor. Yeah. I know you can Maybe get resistance bands on like Amazon and then mm-hmm. like at least at the physical therapy clinic that I worked at over summer, we always had therabands so those are pretty reliable they have like I want to say four different colors so four different resistances and then you basically pick them based on like what activity you want to do and like how strong you are I didn't have any access to uh therabands I mean I did I did have therabands (laughs) in college but then like I lost them somehow in the move from San Diego back to San Jose so like I don't know so I have to focus on like body weight because I also did hit just like Ashley and um, hit for those of you guys who don't know, uh, we, we kind of talked about it in our newsletter, actually, our uh, newsletter number four. So if you guys are listening, you should definitely sign up for that. It's pretty informational. But yeah, we, uh, sign up on we talk- Facebook. <laughs> please do. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> we talked about hit and then um, basically it's like short bursts of like intense exercise uh, interspersed with like recovery periods. And so I actually, like, I've been doing that uh, just, like, in my front room. And I think I, like, I bother my parents because it's 
it's like a lot of jumping like sometimes like Ashley said it can be high impact so like I know it's not ideal to do indoors sometimes especially because like you know lockdown is lockdown and we're not supposed to really be outside so there's like that struggle with hit but then also like you can do like the modifications which I try to do sometimes but I don't have the therabands right so like I feel like I'm losing I'm losing like potential I don't know muscle mass or I don't know I feel like I'm not getting as much out of it as I should be you know yeah I think I kind of felt that too in a sense like especially because like with hit since it's such a short amount of time like you're you get tired fast so it's always like my last round like my form would just like deteriorate like you're just trying to like <laughs> you know it's you know, the last round so you're yeah just you know it's the last <laughs> round you're just like you're I'm just like, like I'll, I'll do exactly. like five kitty push-ups so do you guys feel like hit has been like like net net would you recommend hit or would you try to would you try something else um, so I, I've done hit before this, um, and usually what, like, I had done is, like, instead of lifting every day, hit would kind of be just, like, something I do on my off day, so, like, I'd maybe go to the gym and do, like, strength and conditioning, like, three to four times a week, and then do hit, like, once during the week, and that would be, like, my active recovery, um, and it wouldn't even have to be, like, high impact movement high impact movements like what I would do is do like like the low impact modifications but just maybe put a resistance band on them um just to kind of focus more on the movement um rather than maybe just trying to jump so high maybe just work on getting like a good squat like a full complete movement um but yeah that's kind of what I did um but I would definitely recommend it if you know you can't go to the gym or you're short on time um I think it's good I, I would say the only downside of it, though, is like, obviously, if you have had, um, you know, like prior knee injuries or just anything else, like the impact does take a toll. Like I found that out with my knee. Um, but I mean, it's it was fine. Like I, I liked it, I guess, for like, well, the first half of it. And then the second half, I was kind of like, OK, we're doing this again. Great. <laughs> you know, but I mean, as long as you just try and find different moves to do it, like you should be fine. So do you guys use a, um, or did you use like some sort of online like video service or like a phone app or like, how did you like prop up the phone so you could watch the exercises and follow along? Cause I always have trouble with that when I try it, like it, it like makes me feel like awkward and I just am unmotivated. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's a, a YouTuber that I like. Her name's Natasha Ocean. I love her. I love her too. She's yes. amazing. She is amazing. Yeah, the hit queen. Um, yeah, so she makes workouts real easy. Like you just follow her and you can just like, it's there in like five swipes. You just like prop up your phone and then you can play Spotify on at the same time. Because like here's the downside, like with using YouTube sometimes, I feel it's because like when I watch workouts on my iPad, like I can't play my music like, I want to listen to my workout playlist, not the YouTube yeah. workout playlist. So, like, that's why I like hers because she posts on Instagram. So, you can just kind of, like, mute the Instagram audio and then just have Spotify playing on in the background, which is what I liked. Yeah, I like that a lot. Very cool. Yeah, I'd recommend HIT, too. Um, I like, like Ashley said, it, it does not take a lot of time. And especially since, like, midterms are, like, this week and next mm -hmm. week for me. Like if I wake up in the morning and I know that I have like 
like a whole day of lectures and a whole day of studying to do, I know that like, I can just fit in like a 20, 20 minute hit video, maybe like a 10 minute warm up and like a five minute cool down. And it's like really short and sweet. And I, and I sweat so much. Like, I know that like sweating is not necessarily an indicator of like, oh, you had a good workout if you sweat a lot. But like, when I sweat that much and like, I feel that exhausted, I'm like, that's got to count for something. It's got, yeah, that's a good feeling. You feel like you really worked hard. It's real important. Yeah. Okay, so you guys did a hit. Um, I know that Alan and a few other people did this. Was it pyramid workouts? Yeah. So how was how was that yeah. different than hit? So they're quite similar. Background. Yeah. So it's kind of a form. What I did was a form of circuit training, and so very similar to hit. You know, you're doing these exercises, and they get pretty intense. Um, the only difference I would say is that whereas hit has specific periods of rest and recovery and then getting back into the exercise with circuit training you're kind of alternating between different muscle groups with not like minimal uh, rest so like for example you might be doing push-ups for one exercise right and then you'll let your arms rest while you'll be doing squats and then you'll move on to jumping jacks or something like that and so in terms of rest it's also a very high intensity kind of short interval uh type of exercise but there's i feel like for me personally i didn't have as much time to rest and so i would find myself getting like my heart rate up real quick and then getting pretty exhausted by the time like i'd finish one circuit or one and a half circuits um yeah but you can also find the exact details of that workout in our newsletter So, so is uh, this pyramid training, is it like you're going for time or you're going for numbers of like circuits or reps or yeah, like so how, how, did, how did you do it yourself? For me personally, uh, the time, I, I kind of left the timer passively there just so I could keep track of how much time I wanted to hit because mm. uh, for sure I wanted to do at least, you know, half an hour, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, which is uh, the minimal amount of exercise to hit about 150 minutes a week. Uh, but oftentimes I would find myself kind of going either above or below that timer. So time wasn't the most important aspect of it to me. For me, I focused on how many circuits, uh, I could get through and whether or not I could improve it, like as the weeks went by. So kind of Um, challenging yourself to do better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To see if like, oh, I did 1.5 and my heart rate was like going crazy this week, but could I do the same and maybe get to two full circuits and still be like pretty calm the next week or something like that so how did you like the body weight circuits compared to like exercises you may have done before yeah so kind of like what you guys brought up with hit it's kind of quick to do right mm-hmm. um because you can kind of concisely just put it into like 30 minutes or 15 minutes of really intense exercise or however it may be um and so in terms of saving time like whereas before In the gym, I'd probably be there for like, you know, 45 to an hour, maybe more. Um, It was a lot quicker. So it really helped if I had something else to do. So you brought up the issue of midterms, which I totally encountered this week as well. So I would have to like slip in like maybe a circuit right before I went to shower or something and then just get right back into studying for midterms. And I'm able to do that because like it's so short and sweet and simple. Um, whereas like if I were going to the gym, I'd probably be there for 
much longer. Oh yeah, it's a whole process because you have to you have to get dressed, you have to get in the car, you have to drive to the gym, you have to get out of the car, go in the gym, like check in. Yeah. And then Your you do like an hour, hour workout, and then you gotta come back. Or yeah, if you're at Remac, you have to like, you know, walk to Remac and then mm-hmm. do that whole deal. So, do you feel like it's equivalent to working out in the gym? Like, do you feel like you're uh, like challenging yourself just as hard or do you feel like you're definitely lacking like the weights and the yeah uh I mean to be honest I kind of miss the weights right because with yeah, my circuits it's all kind of body weight um kind of manipulating my body weight to do squats and push-ups and stuff but I kind of miss the feeling of you know like putting like a plate on and like just <laughs> fully squatting going in for it um or you know like whether it be like dumbbells or something like that so I I do miss the weights for sure and I feel like um in terms of how much I can lift now I've probably gotten a little bit weaker like I don't think I can bench the same uh as before the quarantine for sure but Uh, every every day oh yeah (laughs) it's like I'm like oh where did it go (laughs) no it's it's rough yeah, no. So I do, I do miss it for sure. But I, it's not that I don't feel healthy because I do feel really healthy. I'm actually probably doing more cardio now than I did back when we were still in the gym. Uh, oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, cardio, cardio, racing. I feel like it's taking over every, everybody's workouts. Yeah. I haven't, I Maybe. never did cardio before quarantine. <laughs> Neither did I. And then, did anybody else do pyramid? Sorry. Well, me also. Actually, it's kind of, it was kind of the reverse for me because I was never or okay the only reason why I started getting into like I guess like um like I guess bodyweight exercises and even going to the gym is because like after I got surgery for like my ACL that's when I started going but other than that I just like play basketball and that's kind of been my method of like like staying active and so actually this quarantine, it was really challenging for me to commit to like a body circuit because like, I just, whenever I wanted to go do something, I just play basketball. And <laughs> <laughs> so I got really sore. So really like you weren't quick. used to, you weren't used to any of these like body weight exercises or anything like that. Um, this was all well, like kind of new or? Just for like my legs or like literally just oh, like, okay. like leg day all the time, just cause I wanted oh, yeah. to grab my leg. <laughs> so that's why I'd go to the gym but um like push-ups i hate yeah. um, <laughs> those are hard uh yeah that was the most challenging thing for me but i'm glad i did it because i feel stronger a little better <laughs> so yeah would you recommend it, it? would you different. are you gonna keep doing it or are you gonna oh, switch it up yeah i will like what i've been doing is kind of like i like to practice dribbling so i would prioritize that before like doing the um the circuit and I think that kind of tired me out more but I mean I like how I incorporated something I really love doing along with like just strengthening my whole body so I recommend it just like make it fun for yourself yeah kind of make it your own Mm -hmm. keep it interesting do you think that kept you motivated that you were able to like work in like dribbling and basketball oh yeah yeah for sure all right so the, the the last and final group was running and I know that Rami mm-hmm. and I did it. Heather, did you run too? Uh, yeah, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing. So we, we were the running group. Yay. <laughs> and um, what were your guys' experiences like? 
Mine, I, I kind of cheated because I got injured. <laughs> so I never ran before <laughs> quarantine, like ever. Like the last time I ran was, I checked my Fitbit was back in November and it's like April or May right now. So I was like, dang, I can't run. So I think I was doing pretty good. I felt great because running is a new thing for me. And I wanted to challenge myself and see how, if I, how I can improve my cardio because before I would just lift all the time. Like every time I'm in the gym, it has weight. So it was different. Was yeah. And then about four or five days in, I messed up my foot. I got um, plantar fasciitis. So my foot was always sore, even when I just stand up. So I decided to like take a break, take a break from running and stop running entirely. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I tried to supplement that by doing a different type of cardio inside instead. So I did, I basically did a full body circuit every day and mainly aimed for reps just to work up that cardio. Um, I can say that I, I feel like I definitely lost some strength if I was going to like pick up a, some barbell, mm. but my cardio got better. I realized I can do much more like body weight squats or like kettlebell squats a lot more than before, just, just with the repetition of it. So uh, what did you transition to when, when you stopped the running? Did you do like, you said circuits, did you like do a specific videos or did you just kind of do your own workout? No, I, before I would watch a lot of um, Jeff Nippard or um, Omar Esop on YouTube. Like there are these um, okay. powerlifting YouTubers basically. And I kept, they did videos on like home workout. So I kind of did variations of that. Um, basically every day is just a different body part. And I'll just try to find I'll just Google myself sometimes, but I didn't really follow a strict workout routine. Just kind of trying to stay active, whatever. Yeah, you just kind of what piece you it all like together. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very cool. And Heather, you kind of were apprehensive about the whole running thing. Did you have a bad experience with it or? Um, so before quarantine started, like I would usually just go run in like the gym on a treadmill for like 10 minutes and then do some ab workout. But I don't know. I'm just like not very accustomed to running outside. For some reason, it's like a lot harder for me than treadmill running. And like if the weather was ever like bad or like super hot or something, I'd just be like, oh, like I don't want to go today. Like <laughs> I'll go tomorrow. A lot of do work. you think it do you think it's different because like it's just harder running on concrete? Like it's harder on your knees or your feet or something than it, it is on a treadmill or I'm not sure like I think maybe a part of me just like has some PTSD from like having to <laughs> run in like PE from middle school and high school and like we'd always run outside so I guess I don't know maybe I have a mental block okay. <laughs> <laughs> for running on treadmills so it's been hard like adjusting to running outside but I like try to stick to like ab workouts inside if I can there's, you're still getting that movement in yes. that activity. Very cool. How was your running, Brad? Oh, thank you for asking. My running was uh, <laughs> pretty good. I started off, well, I mean, I'll, I'll give you some background. I played football in high school, so I'm not like a stranger to running, but I did suffer like a really, a really bad knee injury in high school. And I kind of just stopped running after that. Like I was always that person that was like, oh, I don't run. I would go to the gym. I would lift weights. I would sometimes squat like it was kind of, it was kind of like an impairing injury and it, it still kind of is, but, um, running really challenged me to, to kind of like face that and, and overcome that. And <laughs> I've been taking a lot of leave because my knee hurts a lot. 
but um i have been trying to run and i've been trying to get i started off doing about like two or three miles and i was pretty slow like nine minute miles 10 minute miles i was just like really just dogging it and it was hard but um i've been doing it for about three weeks now and i've worked up to about five miles i have like a really good circuit that i just i'll go one way one day and the other way another day and uh i've like shaved down my mile time by a lot <laughs> actually but uh you know the knee pain is still there it's just something that i'm kind of trying to like keep track of and i'm trying to listen to my body so if it's really bad one day then i just won't run I'll, uh, I'll do something else. I'll lift some weights or I'll just do like some push-ups and some ab work. But um, other than that, yeah, running has been, it's been all right. I'm, I'm definitely more open to it as like a future form of exercise now that I've been like doing it for a while. Yeah, I can say that too. I would want to keep up running even though once my foot gets better, yeah, I want to do it again. Um, I had a question though, like did, did you, do you listen to music or do you listen to like audiobooks when you go out to Ooh. run? So I actually, I'll plug another podcast that I love and I listen to it every, every time I go for a run, it's called uh, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. And it's like, it's one of the most like stimulating, like stimulating podcasts you will ever listen to. And it's just really good. They have like so many interesting people, like celebrities, actors, doctors, anybody you could think of. And they just, they just chat and talk and it's just great. And so I'll like, they're like two hours long or so. So I'll listen to one episode, like throughout the week, like, <laughs> when, I'll, like I'll go for a run 30 minutes and like, I'll listen to like a portion of it and then just kind of finish it throughout the week. Wait, that's so crazy. I thought like everyone who exercised had to listen to like fast, hardcore, like EDM okay, music. See, I started, I started I with that. that. I started with that. And um, I just wasn't like vibing with it. It just wasn't. I don't know like there's something about the pace that I was running at and like the pace of the music and it just wasn't like it just wasn't working for me it felt like like dissonant or something and uh and I figured like I should use the time to like like learn something you know because I'm like I might as well because like I'm, I'm putting sound in my ears like I might as well learn something <laughs> while I'm doing it so I started actually actually initially I was listening to this podcast and if anybody out there is a, a pre-medical student or like interested in healthcare, it's called the pre-med years. And it, it has like a ton of great that. information. Yeah, it's a ton of great information about like the MCAT and like the med school application cycle. I would definitely recommend it. Um, and so I started listening to, to that one. And uh, and then my girlfriend actually got me onto this armchair expert one and I've been like hooked ever so it's It's been uh, pretty interesting. I know, because um, I was a runner in high school. Um, I did cross country and track. Ooh. um yeah so I know <laughs> I, I, I've had a few running shoes let's say that um but I know we never were allowed to run with music um okay which at first um coming onto the team I was kind of like oh like how am I supposed to run like what the heck like how do you not listen to music yeah. but you know it was something that I think definitely helps you like internalize like your thinking like while you're exercising like you build such a strong mentality you know, like just like running by yourself. And I think it's just something now um, in quarantine because I have been out for a few runs, um, just like easy, um, like not even worried about my pace. It's just kind of nice to like unplug from everything, which sounds really cliche, but I feel like, you know, spending so much time like mm -hmm. just looking at the computer screen 
and like on my phone sometimes like as my break in between zoom classes and stuff like that it's kind of nice to just not like have something glaring back at me like in terms of like blue light or anything like that completely yeah yeah just nice to like as well especially because like there's no traffic right now so it's just like kind of quiet you know but like <laughs> yeah just it's quiet like yeah it's kind of nice people. yeah yeah I definitely use running as kind of like kind of a way to like break up my day so like you know I do a lot of work in the morning and then like after however many hours I'm like I'm so tired yeah of staring at this computer screen I need to go and move and do something and yeah. so it's nice to just go outside and just kind of run and unplug yeah yeah that's how I kind of use it like even for like 10-15 minutes I just used it to like break up my day because it seems like so long to just be like sitting here for like such long periods of time you know like staring at the computer I think in general this just kind of like all the exercise was it kind of like stress relieving for everybody Mm -hmm. was it like it like kept you kind of like mentally sane because I know it definitely like helped keep me a little bit mentally sane yeah. Um, speaking of mentally sane, I had a question for you guys. Um, how do you guys practice self-care in quarantine? So like whether it be like things you do to like stay relaxed, but like how do you keep yourself mentally sane, like aside from exercise? Um, I mean, I just think doing stuff that doesn't revolve around like schoolwork, I guess, stuff that like pertains to me, like mm-hmm. for our newsletter, I have a lot of fun editing it just because it's something that like <laughs> it's different yeah. Yeah, yeah no so shout I out to ashley she edits all of the newsletters <laughs> she's up to like two just looking over and editing everything that we write so yeah if you ever send us her. a suggestion she's the one who sees it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but those have been really fun like just anything that's kind of like creatively um i guess stimulating and also like podcast help I don't know like just podcasts just like listening to I guess conversations because like you know you can't always like FaceTime your friends but like just having people talk in the background is kind of nice I guess sometimes kind of like mimics like a coffee shop thing I know like Ronnie was saying um like that atmosphere I know I like sitting in coffee shops a lot just because it has like that feeling of like accountability like oh someone's watching I better look like I'm working you know something like that I like that that socialization factor is exactly like- yeah yeah just like simple stuff or even I know I've noticed myself like actually standing like outside of my patio like watching the sunset like that sounds really cliche too but it's kind of nice because we have really nice sunsets in San Diego Mm -hmm. they're like so nice like peeking out my window right now to see if like I miss it just walk outside like we can all watch the same sun like I'm mad at you guys right now because you made me miss I'm just kidding (laughs) but um no yeah that's been kind of nice and just to like even take five minutes to just like have a breath after like having like three zoom classes in a row sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to just like sit and just watch you know something other than your professor's face staring back at you <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, something I do like if I have a really early class and then like a, just a gap of time I'll take like a nap just like a, a quick short nap before mm-hmm. I have to get to the next class. And that just kind of gives me like a mental refreshment. So like I can, you know, actually focus and keep staring at the computer for like another hour and a half or whatever it might be, just breaking it up like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're charging. The power nap. Yeah. So yeah. do you guys miss classes like in person? Do you miss like on campus stuff or do you like the online format? Like, are you enjoying quarantine or? I want to go I miss back it. to school. 
Pros and cons, right? Pros and cons, for sure. I just hope that next quarter is not all online again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said it'll be a mix, right? Like some online in person. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like they should hold the teachers to the same standards that they're holding us when it comes to Mm -hmm. online stuff. Because a lot of these teachers don't really know how to use Canvas or how to post podcasts or mm-hmm. or like how to run an online class. And a lot of us are, are, are used to using Canvas and maybe have taken an online class before. But when the teacher doesn't know how to do it, it makes it hard for everybody. Yeah. And it's it makes it hard to follow along. It makes it hard to like stay on top of your homework and assignments and things. Mm. So... I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to being on campus. Mm-hmm. I like being on campus. And it definitely keeps me like engaged because when I'm at home I just anything else like is happening and I'm I like I'm over there, I'm over there. Yeah. And the you know, it'll just play. Yeah, I miss being on campus because like I would get my, you know, my steps in on my Oh yeah. What is it? The, I, I, the help <laughs> app or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would love seeing those steps go up throughout like a day at UCSD. I would be like, you know, huffing and puffing to like Galbraith and then because the campus is just huge. Exactly. And I would I would get these steps and then now like I mean now that I'm at home, I don't have like pets to take on walks. So I take myself on walks. I just go around the neighborhood <laughs> and then it's and then like the steps that I see in my health app, it's just so small compared to what it used to be. And I'm like, yeah. oh. it's like That's to the like, fridge and back to the, the bedroom. <laughs> Literally, it hurts. Like, yeah. and, it, and you know how, like, I think there's a feature on it that like compares your, like this month's steps to like last month's steps. And I'm like, you 99% less. This I know. And I'm like, I need it to stop. Oh my, I have an Apple watch that I like wear when I run and it's been doing the same exact thing to me. Like, <laughs> like you, you haven't worked out yet today <laughs> like, it really yeah. holds me responsible which is great but like at the same time I yeah. hate it <laughs> no my Fitbit like beeps like all the time yeah, they're like we've only had you. like two active hours today I'm like I know that yeah my Fitbit's set to like if you didn't take steps and like take 250 steps in the hour yeah. and then it's gonna vibrate and remind you mm-hmm. and like every hour it freaking vibrates and I feel yeah. so guilty <laughs> like when you're at school right like your Fitbit's all like this and like the per- and you you get the little disco ball because you reach your step goal like I reach my yeah. step goal like every day when we had like classes but yeah I miss that now Fitbit is sad <laughs> I probably get like 400 steps if even a day now yeah so I know it sucks. So like overall, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like that's why it's all the more important to like try to take time out of your day to like do a workout, like hit or like the body weight or go mm-hmm. on a run, because mm-hmm. like, dang, these steps really be calling us out. Yeah. I feel like yeah, if we get like if we get our heart pumping some other way, it's still like it's not exactly the same as like walking around on campus, but like. It's significant step. energy expenditure though. Cause like I noticed like my calorie difference, like definitely from like last quarter to this quarter, like the energy expenditure is like pretty significant just cause like I'm not walking as much, you know? So I'm like, darn, but that's okay. <laughs> so to, to piggyback off of that, have you been eating less? Like, have you been changing up your diet because you feel like you're working out less or? 
Um, so I've been, you know, going back to the intermittent fasting thing, I've been kind of doing that. Like I said, like, I'll just have like a coffee in the morning. Um, and then I basically don't really think about eating until like two or three. That's just because I don't know, I'm like busy with classes and I'll do my work in the morning. So like my mind isn't like super focused on eating at that point. Um, and then usually I'll like break fast around three. Um, but I think the main thing that I've been trying to do now is like control portion sizes, um, especially because I'm not like lifting heavy. Like I have just been doing like body weight um, intervals. So it's just been kind of like just making sure that I'm not eating, I guess, too much or like trying to eat till I'm like full because I don't really I mean, I haven't been, you know, my energy expenditure is like not where it was, you know, last. Oh, week. yeah. Yeah. So it's just definitely for me, it's been kind of like looking at portion sizes, just making sure that, you know, I'm at least eating like three meals a day to kind of keep that like routine going. Um, but just I mean, I'm not significantly like reducing my calorie intake either, just making sure that I'm like controlling myself, trying not to like binge when I'm bored. That's been yeah. the biggest just, thing. Just being a little bit more conscious. Of yeah. Like when you're yeah. Eating. Just not. I've definitely that. had trouble with, I've definitely had trouble with like, I'm bored. I'm going to go eat something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Or like, I have nothing else to do. I might as well just go eat. Or like, I want some satisfaction. I'm going to go eat something. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a change. It's definitely a change. Yeah. I've always had like, I was doing like a thing where I was like, okay, if I eat a snack now, like after like let's say like 11 o'clock because like sometimes I'll study till like one or two like if I eat a snack now I'll have to do 10 push-ups after I finish the snack no one wants to do 10 push-ups at midnight I mean that's just me but like (laughs) that's how I'm like oh no I don't want to never mind I'll wait till (laughs) yeah yeah so that's how I've been kind of dealing with it but okay so one like kind of final last question or not final but one big question how's everyone been staying motivated to be moving like what is keeping you motivated is it I need to move so I can eat that sandwich later or is it like I need to move for myself or like my mental health or like what what's the reason why you get out the door and start running or like start doing or like throw on the hit video and start doing a workout yeah well I'll tell you what Brad um EIM <laughs> has this really great newsletter that they come out with you know every week oh that's what keeps you motivated <laughs> oh yeah it keeps you motivated there's something new and refreshing every week there's a different athlete that's covered you know and it's all very interesting so every week I look forward to getting that newsletter so and trying out a different exercise too, right? <laughs> I know it's so pretty so professional wait yeah actually um so after I think our week four newsletter where we talked about HIT um, as like the exercise of the week, um, my dad actually saw that newsletter because he signed up for it, you know, yes. big fan and everything. Oh, and he family. was like, yeah, he was like, um, what is this? Like we used to call them this like fartlets or something. I don't know if you guys have ever mm-hmm. yeah, heard something that like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, so like what's HIT? And I was like, well, like, let's try it out so like I actually had him do the workout with me one day and like just doing it with like someone else like I felt like I don't know it it kept me accountable because I was like oh if I have to teach him then like then I should like be doing it in proper form and I should be you know using all my energy (laughs) so like I know not everyone like has like the opportunity to like work out with someone like I did with my dad but like, if you do have the opportunity, definitely try that out. Like, I think that helped so much. And then if you don't have the opportunity to work out like in person with someone else, I know a lot of people have been doing like 
like you like print, like, you do it through zoom you like and then you like share the screen of like I don't know some video or and then everyone does it together and I feel like that works so like holding each other accountable I feel mm-hmm. it's a really good idea I mean I gotta admit like these last three weeks is kind of hard because it's just like midterms and midterms and midterms so mm-hmm. I think one of the things that actually helped me be accountable is like going back to what Catherine said like I knew all of y'all were like working out too so I was like if they're doing it then I have to do it so like that was challenge your friends exactly yeah exactly I mean I know there are definitely some workouts that I missed just because of midterms and and school and work and Mm -hmm. and everything is like kind of extra stressful right now because there's this whole like kind of existential coronavirus thing going on (laughs) yeah and so I know that stresses a lot of people out. It definitely stresses me out. And like my, my girlfriend is definitely stressed about it. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, exercise is just kind of one of those things that allows me to like, I think we kind of talked about this a lot, but like reset and like, I'm a very high energy person. Normally, like I'm like, my leg is always shaking mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I'm one of those people. And if I don't exercise, then I just don't feel good. And so for me, that was kind of the driving factor. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what Alexia said. And I I think that's one of the things I remember from like our very first podcast where she was like, I I asked her like, well, what's one thing that you wish everyone knew about exercise? And she was like, the way that it makes you feel. And I think that's so true. Because it it just has like, you don't, I mean, you can feel bad that like, oh, I didn't meet a goal during this workout, but like you still went, you still did something, Mm -hmm. you know, like you always feel like some sort of satisfaction at the end of it, you know? Yeah. Something is better than nothing. Exactly. Any day of the week, any exactly. any type of exercise, any type of activity. If it's a walk, if you're just walking to like Vons or something, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people use Vons. If you're just walking to Vons, like that's yeah. that's activity, that's exercise, and that mm-hmm. that contributes to your health and your well being. So yeah, it gets the endorphins flowing, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to do morphine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so is one last question this is this will be the final question is everybody enjoying quarantine just like uh, down to it like is everyone enjoying it or like well have yes. you started new hobbies or like have you it's been a good thing and a bad thing in my opinion because yeah. it feels nice to be home but then it doesn't feel that nice to be home all the time <laughs> you know i miss i miss being outside but given that we're inside i get to like yeah pick up new hobbies I've been cooking a lot more which is like which is my escape from like school um I got to play video games (laughs) I catch up on video games and stuff that I've been like lagging on and stuff like that so it's been a good thing and a bad thing but it also forced me to be more focused on my health and like exercise and just overall wellness because like I'm just in one space all the time so it feels kind of guilty not doing anything physically active so I just try to push myself to like do it basically Mm. I mean I really miss like the separation between like school and home I just like like finishing everything that I have to do like at school like go to work and then like go to the library and study and then like come home and like only study if I like really need to you know like for like midterms or um finals on my own but like I I do miss the separation um a lot (laughs) especially because like like Alan was saying like my bed's like right there like I, I can just turn around and like pop down on there. So yeah, but I mean, it's quarantine has been a good thing. Um, I feel like I do have a bit more time because like I don't have to wake up as early 
um, I can kind of sleep in a little bit, which has been nice. I feel like I have been catching up on some Z's since last quarter. So that's important. <laughs> that that's that's a pro, definitely. I mean, yeah, I agree with everything everyone else has said. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's there's goods and bads to everything, right? Like even during the school year, like sometimes it got really hard to just manage going to lecture and discussion and keeping up with like studying for midterms and exercising outside of that. And now I feel like for sure, you know, we have a lot more free time to kind of organize our day as we please and catch up on sleep. Right. So, I mean, I, I do miss just being able to go outside and hang out with friends and stuff that I haven't seen in a while, but I mean, the quarantine's not all bad, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So we're, de I mean, we're definitely missing out on, that social interaction and the ability to like go and get food at a restaurant and see your friends and go to the bar or whatever it is that you do. And so it's, there's definitely this separation between like, like I want to go and do these things, but I'm kind of stuck inside. I'm stuck in my room. I'm stuck mm -hmm. next to my bed doing my homework. And it definitely affects, I think everybody's mental health on some level, even if you're not aware of it. And, and so I think being conscious of, of uh, your movement and your, and your activity is really a, an easy way, if anything, to, to stay on top of that and to kind of reduce that anxiety and, and stay healthy mentally and physically. It's kind of the long, long story short of what our mission is here. At yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, right? I think that's a good place. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to anyone who tuned in uh, or is watching later uh, to hear us kind of just ramble on about how we've been coping with the quarantine. Uh, be sure to check out our Facebook, EIM at UCSD. Uh, sign up for our newsletters. Check out our previous podcasts on the channel. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and keep a positive mindset. Yeah. Frame everything in a positive way and everything will feel positive. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Okay.